0: All right. All right. Good morning. Welcome to At The Heart Assistive and Inclusive Technology Stories. I'm your host, Hillary Goldthwaite Fowles, and I'm so excited because I have one of my favorite guests on today, Eli Grabowski, who is a student at Kennebunk High School, and I've known Eli for a long time, probably since elementary school, Working yeah. with assistive and inclusive technology, and Eli is here to talk about different tools and supports. And we're also going to talk about how did you distance learning and do it well, and what things has helped Eli during this time. So, welcome, Eli. We're so glad you're here today. Wow, Hello. So, talk a little bit. We're in three week in our district of distance learning. How is it going for you?
1: It's going pretty well. Um, I mean. Um, you gotta run on your own schedule with this, like, I know that, um, when we're at school, we run on the bell schedule, um, but you gotta really, you know, plant your feet and decide when you're gonna do what, and what time suits you, because I feel like if you don't, then you're lost, like, you're like, okay, wait a second, I I had this to do? Wait, I I don't remember that, like, and then it kinda bites you in the butt if you don't do that, but... I mean, it's nice to wake up late, um, sleep in and stay up late. Like, I I like that routine a lot more than wake up early, go to bed early. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's going pretty good, but yeah.
0: Right. So you have access to a Chromebook and your phone. For your for your tech kind of tools and supports. Um, before we get into kind of that, um, I would just want to show the audience that Eli had the great honor of meeting um, author Jonathan Mooney, who has written several books, one of which is called Normal Sucks. And right before all of COVID hit and the pandemic hit, Jonathan came to our district and spoke to our staff, but Eli was able to be a student that was able to attend. Um, Do you want to share a little bit about what that was like for you and what you got out of that?
1: Well, I thought it was really cool how, um, you know, a guy like struggled through a lot, much like me. And then he he became a writer, like of all things, like he was like struggling with writing at the beginning of, you know, his Life and he pulled it all together and, um, you know, became a writer. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I mean, he also told a lot of interesting stories that, um, were very cool. I, I thought that it was a great thing that the school did, and I think it's very important information that, like, needs to be spread. So I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Mm, awesome. And you got to meet him, too. So what was that yeah. like, meeting him?
1: Um, I'll tell you what. He looks like a writer. Like, it, not he, like you can. If you see him on the street, you're like, okay, he's a writer. Like, he's got like the hair and like <laughs> I, I don't know. It's the glasses. I, I don't know what it is, yeah. but he looks like a writer.
0: I, yeah. Did you but, find that you connected with him? Yeah. Learner to learner. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So he talked about in his kind of talk about using assistive technology. That's what yeah. helps him be a writer and a reader, and he talks about two in particular. One is the dictation tools, writing with your voice, as you know, and the other one is using um, books in a different format. So let's talk about you for a second because some of those tools are similar to what you've used in your career. So let's talk about what's currently in your toolkit that you use to help keep you accessing stuff that's on grade level, and what you need kind of, that's the other part, what you need beyond this when we do go back to school and how that's going to help you in the long run. So let's just talk about the tools you have first. What are okay. those?
1: So the tools I mostly use is um, like the Purple Puzzle piece. Like it, it helps me read a lot of stuff like o- online. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's like, it, it just helps a lot if I need to do a quick Google search mm-hmm. to just, you know, underline everything, and then have, like, the robot read it to me, um, and I use that, like, nonstop right. when I'm working at home, um, because I don't have, like, Miss pitchfork to be like, hey, um, what does this word say? I can just underline it and mm-hmm. have it read to me, um, and the other one is, um, like, voice typing. Like, I, I use it on my phone when I text. I, I use it, like, non stop like I don't type mm-hmm. or or i i don't um yeah i I don't text i I use it
0: mm-hmm.
1: like that would i mean they can be kind of awkward sometimes but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean what are you gonna do i it's just it, it it's awesome that it's there so
0: right, and it's there for everybody because in our district, we have one to one, so every student in our district has these tools it 's not just something that for Eli, but everyone can use them. Well, how does it feel like for you for someone that relies on these tools to accessing? How does that feel for you knowing that they're available for everybody and what would you suggest to people who aren 't sure or confident in in trying them or thinking that for them what would you What advice would you give them
1: well, I mean I would just say like um like I, I don't know. Um it it really they they it, they really do work um and it, it it's changed my life and the way I learn. Um but it's it's also changed my schedule because I'm I like to prepare and like, without these tools, I didn't know what was coming. Am I going to have to read a, a long, like, five paragraph, like, summary on stem cells or, but, but like, it goes a lot faster and it's nice that it's there to back me up. So, yeah.
0: Right. So let's talk about, you said something about the purple puzzle piece. So for those that don't know, that's read and write for Google, which is put on by text help. And they have a lot of different studying tools, but one of which is text-to-speech, which is the words are appear and it's read to you through a computer gener- or a robot, as you call it, the robot voice. But when you do books, Eli, what tools are you using when you're um, accessing books for, for classes? Um,
1: so I use um, Tammy sometimes, and I also use Bookshare.
0: Great. How is, how's Bookshare been for you?
1: Bookshare has been great. I, am, I get my... I've, I'm using my history book on it right now, um, and I can just see all the stuff. I can pick out what page I want, pick out what, um, like, topic I'm on. Um, it's a great organizer. Perfect. Um, yeah.
0: And you're able to have it be read to you with the words highlighted. So how does that help you in understanding? Do you find – how do you find that in terms of understanding what you're reading? Versus reading it without that. Can you talk a little bit about what that's like for you?
1: Me reading it? Yeah. Besides the thing reading it to me? Right. Okay. Um, so when I read it, I one, I won't get anywhere. It'll take me ages. And two, I won't understand anything because I think one word's one way when it's really another way. And it'll just like, mess everything up, and then I, I don't comprehend any of the information, and it's all just, it's not, um it, it's not going through me at all, and I'm not learning it. So, like, with these tools, especially, like, Read&Write and um, Bookshare, like, having it read to me is very important for me, because I wouldn't get any of the information,
0: Right. So you're able to understand what's being read to you when it's on a, on a device that has it displayed and it's highlighted. So it's right. like, it's like you said, I love what you said about it getting into you. When you read it yourself, it's not getting into you, but when you have your tools available, it gets into you. And then you're able to show what you know in a different way too. So how does that feel like to be able to write using your voice and getting your thoughts and expressions out in that way. What's that like versus. I would. The other way. I would
1: recommend that to, like, anybody. Because, <laughs> like, it's. It's definitely something. Like, you can just pace in your room and, like, really think about things, and the computer will just pick it up. I mean, it. And it just. I can literally just, like, lie back in my chair and think about things. And. I don't have to do any typing, which is, like, whatever, but um i I don't know it's just it i really really like it i it's it's a nice it's a nice thing to have
0: that's awesome, so you're a sophomore now, correct yeah. this is your second year in high school. What would you tell um somebody who might learn in a similar way or might need those supports that? is reluctant to use it doesn't want to use it they might they might not want to feel like they're different or they've been told it's cheating what advice would you give um somebody that might be younger that might need these tools what would you tell them
1: um i would i would just tell them give it a try i mean it's helped me so if if you like learn the same way or like um I don't know, but Yeah, I'd just say give it a try. I mean
0: Yeah. Yeah, just give it a try. I remember when we first started you were like, huh? <laughs> and then when you yeah. saw it I went, wait, okay. So <laughs> yeah. well, that's been that's been super cool. Have you noticed over time too that it's easier or harder to kind of access things using tech and using I've, your tools?
1: I've noticed that it's um much easier. Like going through, I noticed that a lot of different apps on my phone have the voice typing mm-hmm. part of it. Um, and yeah, I, I think that this technology is great and that it'll continue to be um, advanced.
0: What would you tell teachers who are giving you materials in paper? How would you advocate for yours? How would you tell them? Because you can't use paper with tech. So what would you tell them about giving you materials or content meaning stuff you need to learn? What would you tell them?
1: Um it depends on like what what the paper is. Um if it's like a if it's like a quick quiz, I just bring down to the skill center and I have somebody help me read it. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a really long um article after read, I say like, hey, do you have this in a PDF or um another form where I could just like read it in class with like my headphones on and listen to it.
0: Right. Um that's important. So is it better, do you think, for, for teachers to post their content online so that you could use the tools first or mix of both? Or
1: I mean some teachers, like, I'm, like, one of the, not even 10% of the school, so, I mean, you you kind of forget sometimes, but, I mean, I'm fine with just saying, like, hey, do you have this in the PDF form? Mm-hmm. I, it's understandable, I mean. Right,
0: it's, right. But it's preferable if it's posted online as opposed to – but if it's not, there are some apps that can take the text out and read it Mm -hmm. to you, which is another session for another day. But that will help us. So the goal is really for independence. So do you feel that when you're using your tools, you're more independent? Like you've mentioned a couple times, having that resource in the skill center is great, and that's wonderful, but how does that feel to be able to do it on your own – Versus accessing that, Skill Center.
1: Yeah. So that's been one of my goals for a very long time to be independent with these sort of things. So having these tools really, like, really helped me with it because it's, it's just helped me so much. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm really thankful on it because I wouldn't be here in the classes that I'm taking without them. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So thank you, Book sharing and Read and Write for helping me with accessibility. Is there anything else you want to tell, like, teachers, fellow students, or just people out there that are in distance learning right now in these really uncertain times? What would you want people to kind of know or hear? Well,
1: this technology, like, does take time. Um, it's it's not like you just read something really quickly and like just glance over it. Like that that's not how I learn. But um, it it takes a while to use. It, it takes longer than an average person with like reading abilities or typing abilities. Um, so I think teachers need to be aware of that. That Um, you know, it's just, it's just a longer process using these. Um, but yeah.
0: Right. So you would suggest you taking the time to learn them and use them. Right. Yeah, of course. And not, and would you suggest you not even just when we're in distance learning, but what happens when we go back to school?
1: Um, What do you mean what happens when we go back to school? So should
0: we still take the time to learn the tools when we go back to school as well? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, So that's a great goal for you to be independent, Eli. And I love that you said that about being independent and doing things on your own because that's kind of the goal with these tools is to empower and have you access, engage, and express in the way that makes sense for you. And I'm just grateful that you took the time to share your story, and that you are accessing content on grade level using Bookshare and Read&Write and, and some tools on your phone. That's it for us in the podcast. Thank you for being here and taking the time to listen. Stay safe well, everyone.